And hello, movie lovers, and welcome to the show. So first off, right off the bat, I just want to say I'm sorry for my tardiness. Normally I do uh, a couple of movie reviews here and there. I post a lot more on, so on my YouTube channel. But unfortunately, I was actually tested for COVID uh, the other day, and I've been trying to just get myself straightened out over that. But hopefully coming up on Monday, I'll have more content. But that being said, I just got done watching this new movie directed by Scott Derrickson. He's actually the former director for from Doctor Strange. Now, this is actually based off of a short story that Joe Hill um, made a short story of, and it's actually called Black Phone, like I said, but here's the thing. I'm still currently reading the Black Phone. It's only clocks in like 30 pages, but with this one, it's only this movie, I have to say, is really good. I really enjoyed the Black Phone for what it is, and of course, it's about Ethan Hawke, and basically what he winds up doing is he winds up abducting these kids into his van and his go-to as a symbol of what he does when he takes these kids is throwing up black balloons to symbolize the fact that he took certain children. So I definitely like how they, how Ethan Hawke is so haunting and menacing in this movie to the point where you're actually more horrified for the kids whenever he does take them. And, you know, and then of course he winds up taking this one kid named Finney. He's actually played by Mason uh, Thames and, I just have to say, you actually feel for Finney because of the fact that, number one, he is a type of character that gets bullied throughout the um, throughout the movie, but you're also rooting for him. You're rooting for the fact that maybe he might actually stand up against himself, maybe this uh, against this killer, maybe he might actually escape. You have a sense of danger with Finney whenever you see him going back and forth trying to figure out a way to escape from Ethan Hawke's character. Also, too, you also have Madine Magro, who plays Gwen, and Gwen has this thing where she can... She, where she has visions of these kids that are being taken from from their families and things like that, and Ethan Hawke killing uh, killing them, and that's something that I really liked. I thought Gwen does a really good job at portraying the sister. I thought the chemistry between uh, Mason and her Mason and Madeline was really good. Madeline was really good, but whenever you see them split apart and everything, and she misses her brother, you can actually tell that she does in fact miss her brother. So that's something that I really liked. With it, also too. Let me just tell you this: I thought Ethan Hawke does a really good job, like I said, of being so menacing and haunting. But what really, to me, sets everything on how the character is is his mask. He has different masks that he wears, and even though you don't really see Ethan Hawke's face that much, the facial expression within the mask themselves actually expresses the on how he feels what a certain character does whenever Finney is doing something that he's not supposed to be doing or when he's trying to escape. The mask actually shows a little bit of symbolism as to how Ethan Hawke is actually feeling. There's actually this little range of emotion where the mask might feel disappointed or he might the mask might wind up feeling a little bit angry at Finney for trying to escape. So I definitely like that. And also, too, this has this little bit of a ghost story as well, this kind of vibe, especially when dealing with the black phone, where basically every single time Finney picks up the phone, he winds up seeing one of the kids that are being that were abducted. And that's when, of course, you know, Finney winds up getting advice from them because they're the ones who did survive. And of course, they're trying to help him. And I I thought the makeup, the cosmetics for, for those characters, they did a very good job with it. I never knew that horror movies can still exist like this. And of course, this also starts off in the 1970s. And matter of fact, it stays in the 1970s. But also, too, it has this one-room scenario, which is something that I like, which also gives me a claustrophobic kind of feel towards Finney whenever he's trying to escape. So that's another thing I like. And 
let me just say this. Everybody did a top-notch job on portraying these characters. I thought this movie was really good and very entertaining from Bloomhouse. And Bloomhouse, to me, is like a love-hate relationship that I have with them. But I have to say, they do a very, very good job of telling the story of the Black Phone. This movie only clocks in at an hour and 42 minutes, which is actually perfect. It's not a two-and-a-half-hour movie like most movies are today. And I never knew that they could actually shoot something for less than two-and-a-half hours, especially dealing with a horror movie. But this is such a simplistic movie to the point where I have to say I had a good time watching the Black Phone. And this is one of my movie, the movies um, that I actually rented on YouTube for like $25 because – you know, I have COVID, so there's nothing much for me to do. So what better way to try and keep yourself occupied than watching a movie you haven't seen before? And I've heard the hype off of this film. And I wasn't sure if I was going to enjoy it, but all around, Ethan Hawke does a fantastic job. And like I said, the brother and sister relationship between Mason Thames and Madeline McGraw is definitely fantastic. You can actually believe that they're 100% brother and sister in this movie. The chemistry actually works within this movie. Uh, Jeremy Davis also plays Terrence, who also plays their father, is a real scumbag throughout this movie. But also, too, it seems like between Ethan Hawke and him, they're basically battling their own demons in certain ways. Basically, the Black Phone, to me, represents uh, the damaging effects that it's having on Ethan Hawke's character, in a sense, because of the fact that it's about guilt and because it's geared towards guilt all those voices are echoing through his head because of him killing these kids. So that's just my way of looking at it from a deeper angle, but everybody else experiences these movies in a different way. Jeremy Davis, on the other hand, is actually experiencing something different whenever he's dealing with Maddie's character, Gwen, when she's having these visions, but I'm not going to get into that because it's a non-spoiler review, but all in all, Black Phone is a lot of fun. Did you guys see it? Did you guys not see it? If you guys are still interested in this, it's still available to rent. Don't forget to hit that like button, smash that uh, subscribe button. Also, too, don't forget to comment below. We do have an audio-only podcast, so go on and check that out. We also have a merch store. Check that out as well. We just uh, did our uh, Patreon for $5. You actually get to request a movie that you would like for us to review. So go on ahead, check that out below. And always until next time, guys, I'm looking forward to being able to do more reviews next week. And always until next time, it's been real. It's been fun. I hope everyone has a great and safe day. And